So welcome again to Building Immunity and Greater Health with Ayurveda during these times. Thank you so much for being here. And um, yes, you know, when there's so much focus on the science of the virus, the effects of the virus and the physical and all kinds of ailments that are coming out of it, one, I want to shift your attention to the host, which is our immunity, your body on the virus. So I have muted everybody and that's good. Uh, what the format is gonna be, I'm gonna go over like maybe 30, 40 minutes, go through uh, the information there I have prepared for you. Then we can open it up to questions. And unless you know, I say something funny and you wanna laugh, please unmute yourself so I'm not laughing by myself, okay? <laughs> All right, so um, here is the, you know, the reality of all the viruses. So I'm going to take you a little bit on the other side of the science. I want to take you to the, to the things that perhaps we're not looking at. One thing I want to bring attention to you that everyone does not have the virus, but every single person has a fear of getting the virus, okay? So when energetically you look at the, the energetic structure of fear, the virus is of that structure. So the vibration and the frequency of it, the more we are afraid of it, more we become the magnet for it. It's just like anything else in life. Whatever we are afraid of, we draw that into our lives. So it really is important to dispel the fear. So that's not to say that let's just be, you know, uh, just about it, not, I'm, I'm indestructible. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is you continue to follow the protocols. You continue to follow the safe distancing. You use common sense, but you do that with a place of, from a place of confidence and trust in your body rather than from fear that, oh my God, I've got to rush and take all the vitamins and supplements I can take. Because if we are pivoting from a place of fear, all the vitamins and the herbs and anything we do is really going to have the impact that it possibly could if we go, if we move from a place of uh, trust. And I also do want to, you know, just remind you, this is very, this is my best uh, recommendation it's a general because I don't know each one of your specific health. Uh, so I just want you to keep that in mind. And so let's look at our immune system, the amazing immune system. You know, the fact is that the viruses and bacteria are the building blocks of our immune system. That's how we get immune by interacting with the environment and interacting with these uh, you know, viruses and bacteria because our body is smart enough to build the antibodies and accept them. And each and every day we contact many viruses and the immune system recognizes these foreign invaders and immunes the body from them. So building immunity is one of the fortes of Ayurvedic medicine and the, the understanding of immunity in the Ayurvedic perspective is far, is vast, but it's also very deep, 
So it's really that's a root cause of all diseases, but our definition of immunity in Ayurveda is different from what normally we think of immunity is. And on the other side, the Western medicine, with all of the every wonderful things they're doing right now to save lives, they really don't have way for people to build immunity. Um, so the holistic view is, since the body is constantly changing and replacing itself, the key to health is the intelligence and energy that underlies the physical expression of human existence. So we see the body, but we have to remember that the body is an expression. It's, it's animating the energy that underlies the body. So when physically we're not able to contact that underlying field, that energetic field, that's when the immune system is going to malfunction. So now why, what is the reason that we are not able to contact that underlying field of intelligence is um, because there are blocks. And, you know, blocks, you know, many, it's a generalized term, but blocks really, uh, specifically, these are toxins that are um, built up in our system. And in the Ayurveda, we call it ama. And ama builds up when we go against our own nature. And the term in Ayurveda is pragya prat, which is mistake of the intellect that's the root cause of all disease. So the root cause of all disease is really a disconnect from our true self, which is, which is absolute. There's no disease there. And that's what feeds our livelihood. That's what, that's what feeds our, our energy and our liveliness and our intelligence and our immunity. So the toxins, the word is um, in Ayurveda is called ama. That is the major mechanism for disease causation. Now let's go ahead and take a deeper look, closer look at ama and what ama is. And you know it, it's the consequence of poor digestion of food or experiences. And Toxins that build up in the body and prevent our connecting with the body's underlying intelligence. And it creates blockages, whether it's in our arteries, our eyesight, our joints, or our ability to experience love and happiness. Improperly digested food, any toxin or waste that's not utilizable by the body is food. And the access of byproduct of metabolism that builds up in our bodies, uric acid, um, components of bile, etc. And the products of poor digestion or maldigestion, which really which block the channels, or shrotas is the word in Ayurveda. And how is ama and immunity related? So when our digestion is weak, the body has a lot of undigested food that it has to process in some way. In the you know, classical Ayurvedic text, you know, this ama is said to start out as an off-white, slimy mucus that lines the small intestine and then ripens. That doesn't sound very healthy. A slimy, white, off-white 
mucousy lining that lines the small intestine and then ripens and its byproducts get absorbed into the bloodstream and carried to other parts of the body where it creates depositions and blockages. So this alma taxes the energy of the body and ties up or weakens the immune system as it has to process this foreign invader just as it would a bacteria or a virus. So having alma in the body will weaken the immune system because the immune system now is using that reserves to clean um, the products of the poor digestion. So then really the key is to prevent ama. The key to keeping the immune system healthy in Ayurveda is to prevent ama. By preventing ama, we assure that there are no blocks to cellular memory and that our physiology is in good contact with the energy and intelligence that guides its functioning. One of the most effective and the only way to remove ama and to get rid of ama is to have a healthy digestion. And the fact is most Americans, two out of three, suffer from poor digestion. And in fact, in my clinical practice, every single client who walks in with all kinds of symptoms and ailments and uh, mental or emotional challenges, they have a weakened digestion. So let's look at building digestion. It's a building digestion is the fourth. It's a big, big topic. It's, it's like, you know, they're text filled with understanding how to build digestion, but that's not the, you know, the focus of this webinar, but I just wanted to give you some general ideas. And um, so a few things that I want to mention is, you know, one of the things that we may not be doing is to take time to eat. So it's important to sit and look at the food. When we are looking at the food, all of our senses get activated. They actually help in preparing the body to uh, receive the food and to digest it and to absorb it. So if we think of food as you know, more fuel that we need to dump in the tank, which many of us do, many Americans do, grab on the go, you know, and eating while you're multitasking, that will hinder the digestion. And moreover, when we are not aware of what we are eating, we don't feel nurtured on so many levels. And continue to crave food because we really did not, the senses did not get satisfied. So all of this is mentioned in great detail in my book, Healing Your Relationship with Food, The Ayurveda Answer. Here's the book. And if you don't have the book, uh, you can download the digital copy free from my website. And, um, and also, you know, I did want to mention because of our, our life has changed so drastically, food is going to be and is one of the things that we are finding to, you know, get comfort from. And that is just how it is. So if you had an unhealthy relationship with food, and I think that it's possible that during this quarantine time that it may really have surfaced for you and that may be the struggle for many people. So just a little bit more on, on digestion, uh, just so that so you can begin to do these things uh, even today. 
So one thing to do in the morning, many times in the morning we grab a cup of coffee or we have a very heavy breakfast. So you want to think about the breakfast time as breaking the fast. So you're, you want to approach the digestion in your body gingerly and with kindness and compassion. And not to overload the system too much early in the morning when it's just starting to wake up. So the best thing to do is, you know, get a hot cup of water, squeeze some lemon in it and sip on that water. So the, it, it will heat the digestive system. It'll help you eliminate. And also, you know, lemon is vitamin C, good right now. And after you've had a bowel movement, then is a time to have a light breakfast, whether it's cooked apple, whether you do egg and toast, whatever it is that you do, or you do some oatmeal. So that's the time to have some breakfast. And lunchtime, make that the biggest meal because our digestion is the strongest at that time. It can actually digest the food. It can um, absorb the food and you'll get the nourishment from that food. And it is important to cook the food. We, you know, avoiding eating a lot of raw uncooked food. It's very rough on the digestion. Your, your body's not going to be able to digest it. And whatever is not digested ends up um, clogging the channels. And that is what we refer to as ama. And it is also important, although it may be challenging for many people right now because then the whole families are together, but to just kind of maintain some kind of order when you're eating. So there's not a lot of distractions, TV, uh, cell phones, and multitasking going on. Just, you know, even if you can take 20 minutes out to sit down and eat, that would go a long way. And another common thing that, you know, very popular in us Americans is to having large cold drinks with the meals that will dampen the digestion so one of the ways i explain it to my clients is like if you are um is if the you know your sink is full with the dirty or greasy dishes or the 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 pipe underneath is filled with that kind of food you don't want to dump cold water on top of it to clear it up you want to put hot water so what you want to do is uh, sip on hot water and chewing your food well, that's possible when we're not rushing to eat. And many times, you know, we all are accustomed to overeating and that will dampen the digestion. So you want to leave some room in the stomach so it can do the process of digesting, breaking down the food and absorbing. And uh, not eating when we are angry or upset because the energy just won't be there to digest the food. And actually, when we eat something, my dad used to say, food turns into poison if you're eating when you're angry. So just have a cup of tea, um, you know, deal with what's showing up for you. And then you can eat when you're feeling better. And all of this is covered in great detail. Um, in my book, so I really encourage you to get a copy of the book, download the digital copy, and read. So we talked about ama, and the opposite of ama is ojas. In just an English general term, you can think of the ojas as the energy underlying the person. You can see that in a person, in a gleam in their eyes, their face is shiny, they're radiating, their focus is really clear. 
So Ojas is the energy behind the scenes and provides immunity to all diseases. So there's a connection to the Ojas and immunity. Immunity is the Ojas. Ojas is the immunity. So it's the essence of, again, seven tissue layer optimum digestion. Digestive, there's a whole digestive process which it has to go through all the tissue layers for optimum digestion to feed all the way to your nervous tissue. And when digestion is working properly, that's what happens and that's what helps the body create ojas. So we need lots of ojas for COVID-19. That is for sure on so many levels. And what depletes our ojas is overdoing. Something again that we are very, um, has become our lifestyle of overdoing. So, you know, this is a really a good pause for all of us to take a look at that and see where there's unnecessary overdoing. And also overexposing yourself to the elements such as um, you know, being in the sun for too long, being in the windy outside, being there for too long, overexposing yourself. Overstimulation of senses. It's important to point that out, especially these days where it is difficult um, and to get away from the news. So I really um, urge you to balance that between the need to know new information and where you may be just um, <clears throat> mindlessly consuming a lot of data. And sleep, that's a whole new, if, our, if we can address our digestion, we can really improve our sleep. So many of our illnesses will go away. So sleeping at least eight hours, uh, 10 o'clock at night, Instead of sleeping late, there's a whole new mechanism for sleeping, how to um, integrate the nature cycle into your own cycle. Um, that's there for you to understand, but I won't go into too much of it today. And meditation, why do we keep harping on meditation again and again? Because, so I talked about the underlying energetic system. Okay, that's the intelligence that's underlying our physical body. When we are meditating, we transcend the physical to connect with the bad part of us that's non-physical. So that connection reminds the cells, the physical body, of their true nature and how to function. So when we are meditating, we're really solving a lot of um, symptoms, a lot of problems, a lot of dysfunctions that are the cause of so many diseases these days. These days. Okay, now we're going to get into the, you know, the nitty-gritty, the nuts and bolts, what you can begin to do. So there are three things that happen to channels. They either shrink, clog, or inflame, and we want to avoid all three because circulation is very important. And so keeping that in mind, here are the foods that we want to avoid or reduce. All the nightshades, <laughs> eggplant, bell peppers, tomatoes, potatoes, because they are inflaming. All the nut butters and hard cheeses, large beans, because it takes a lot to digest them. <laughs> Cold squashes tend to uh, clog the arteries. 
might be useful in winter time, but not right now. And onion and garlic, they clog channels if taken for too long. I'll, I'll talk about that a little bit longer. Although onion and garlic are good to fight all the viruses, at the same time, you don't want to overdo it. If you overdo it, they will dull the system. And uh, what you want to do is take onion, garlic, and ginger together to balance them out. And it's always good to you know, skip a day or two without adding that to the food and just adding ginger. And chia seeds are, you know, modern power food, and it is, but we have to understand how to consume it. You can't just sprinkle chia seed on your salads or your food or your stir fry. They need to be soaked because if we eat them dry, they will dehydrate the, the channels because they'll absorb all the moisture, leading to constipation when you were trying to do it to actually get rid of constipation. So soak them overnight. I wanted to point that out. And anything that's sour, kombucha, kefir, sour yogurt. One of the uh, symptoms of this COVID is uh, fever. So in Ayurveda terms, think of that as inflammation. Sour taste will increase the heat in the body. So kombucha, kefir, sour yogurt, sour fruits. Um, you want to limit them. And again, like I mentioned earlier, raw and uncooked foods, cold drinks, eating them with your meal, like I mentioned earlier, sugar, we all know that, and processed foods, we all know that, but it's really, it's, it's always um, good to point that out because we forget just because there's so much of that food available, um, you know, beckoning us to buy, 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 um, the, you know, the, the tasty junk snacks and all of that. So it's just important to remember to limit that. So now what foods uh, do we want to eat? One of the things is really good is cooked beets. Just clears, clears the channels. Okay. And dandelion greens. There are plenty of them in our yards if your yard hasn't been sprayed. Greens, uh, green, any greens. Kale is good because it's bitter. Swiss chard is bitter. So bitter taste is good because bitter taste is cooling to the system. But having said that, at the same time, bitter taste can have adding too much of it and adding too many greens without using any oil or ghee will be drying and constipating to the system. So in Ayurveda, it's never like, go ahead and do these five things. It really depends. You can, you can turn something into medicine when you use just the right quantity in just the right way. And the same thing, you can turn it into poison if you use it the wrong way, okay? So again, soups, fresh vegetables, whole grains, fresh fruit. Um, so pretty much all vegetables and fruits except whatever I've just mentioned. And oils. Um, I put that in there because there's a lot of hype about coconut oil. Please understand that coconut oil is used in countries where it's extreme heat. Michigan is not that. Coconut oil becomes heavy. If you were to look at it right now, if you have it in your home, it's, it's a solid. When you overconsume it, it clogs the arteries. That's why many times cardiologists will recommend not to take it because it can lead to atherosclerosis and a number of other things. So right now, I would just recommend that you do ghee with grass-fed cows. If not, then any ghee is fine. Any ghee is better than nothing. Ghee is cooling, it's a digestive aid, 
and it produces ojas. Remember I talked about ojas and immunity? So ghee is very um, good for you. Many people, they don't like, some people, not many, I love ghee, but there are some people, I know one in the um, audience right now, Miss Colleen, um, they don't like ghee, so maybe you can use butter. Olive oil is cooling, but it's slightly warming than ghee. No, don't use it on uh, high heat and sesame oil, uh, sesame oil. So avoid, please, all the vegetable oils, canola oil, coconut oil, mustard seed oil, and peanut oil, because they're very heating. And pretty much, you know, you don't want to be uh, using more than three teaspoons of oil per day. Okay? Now we're getting to the, uh, the fun part, the Ayurvedic herbs for immunity. So, you know, in Ayurveda, when clients come see me, I don't give them herbs because there's so much room in their diet and their lifestyle that I want them to begin to work with first. So when I give the herbs, the herbs become a support for them to make changes rather than I'm giving them herbs, then they continue to do what they continue to do. So the herbs and what they're putting into their system are at war. So the first thing is what we can do in the kitchen, how we can already begin to change some of our eating, some of our lifestyle habits, then we can use the herbs to support us. So here are the Ayurvedic herbs. Many of them are going to seem foreign to you if you're not my client, if you, you know, haven't been working with me or you don't know Ayurveda. But uh, one thing to understand about Ayurvedic herbs is that they are the whole plant. So it's not one thing is taken out. So the whole plant means the intelligence of the whole plant is present in the herb. So when I talk about intelligence, remember I talked about the underlying energetic field? Plants have the underlying energetic field that, is, that has intelligence in it. So when we use the whole plant, we're really harnessing, we're really bringing the whole intelligence and the prana of the plant in it, okay? Uh, one thing you can already begin to do if you're not, cook with the digestive spices. Fennel, cumin, coriander, there's recipes in my book, and I also have a digestive spice mix that you can order online through my website. And in addition to that, or if you're not cooking with any digestive mix uh, spices, then at least you can do this equal portion of turmeric powder, ginger powder, and pepper powder. I will be making that uh, for the immunity pack and cook with a teaspoon of ghee and add that to your dishes. Celtic sea salt has a lot of minerals in it, so you can take half a teaspoon twice a day with warm water. Um, you know, it's good for if you have adrenal fatigue, just, it's just good to take right now. Chevon Prash, I wanted to bring a bottle to show you. It looks like this. This is the highest potent form of vitamin C. It's made with uh, amla berry plus many, many other herbs and cooked in ghee. It's delicious. It's like a jam. I've given it to some of my clients. They come back for another one. They're like, my husband ate it all. So it's that good. Okay, and, and that will be in the pack. And another thing is talisadi powder, which is made with many warming spices for respiratory uh, infections. I give it to many of my clients if they have respiratory issues going on. You just mix that in with honey, take a warm cup of water, and that I will be adding in the immunity pack as well. Gaduchi is uh, really wonderful for the lungs. 
And that's, uh, that herb actually, they had run out. I've been waiting for it. I finally was able to order it. I will put that in the immunity pack. Moringa leaves, I put that there because, you know, many of us are aware, are familiar with Moringa leaves. If you have Moringa powder, you know, it doesn't hurt to add half a teaspoon in whatever it is that you're eating. And trifla made with three berries that is just good for digestion to repair and to restore the gut and to help and digest and absorb the food. <clears throat> I've talked a lot. I see my voice is going. So, all right. So I wanted to say something about the vitamins and supplements while we are all kind of running to get zinc and vitamin C and A and D and all kinds of good stuff. D, absolutely. But I do want to tell you that, you know, overdoing vitamin C because we are, our, our, thought about when we think about holistic we think vitamins and supplements okay that's our definition of holistic it is not it's not my definition is far bigger than that uh, so not to overdo it because if the digestion is weak you can overtax your liver and it can create liver toxicity uh, when you're taking herbs like that um, you are taking the intelligence of the whole plant and also the digestive aids are within the formula. So you're able to digest it. So for short term, these things are good. We're all doing that just because this whole, you know, fear God created and everybody wanted to just stock up on supplements. But I think maybe we can relax now and think a little bit longer term <clears throat> and how it's affecting our health and uh, take a look at that. Okay, the friendly bacteria, that is important because, um, our, you know, the bacteria, we kind of attack the bacteria or it gets depleted from overuse of antibiotics, birth control pills, uh, protein pump inhibitors, steroids, flu shots, immunizations. So the best way, and I mentioned before, to avoid, in other times, taking kombucha or kefir or sari yogurt may be okay. But just during these times, because of the fever element, because of the inflammation, we want to not have a body that's already inflamed. So the best way is to, you know, homemade yogurt or yogurt that's sweet at lunchtime only, not to eat it at dinner time because dinner time digestion is slow. You won't be able to digest it all. And another way is to take some yogurt, add some water in it, mix it up, liquefy it so it's easier to digest with your meal at lunchtime. And if you don't like any of these options, you know, at least take some probiotics. I looked at probiotics. I like Natron. Um, I like what they have in them, but they are quite expensive. <laughs> so I would just, you know, we talked about the liver health, good bacteria, bone marrow, and I talked about onion, garlic, and ginger, the trinity. This is what you can put together to saute, to add to your food, um, and not to overdo on the onion and garlic because it will begin to dull and uh, dull the system and kind of clog the liver. Okay. So because this is uh, springtime, normally uh, many of my clients uh, do a cleanse. I do a cleanse in, during springtime. And I didn't, you know, we're not doing it this year. And here's the reason. So number one, I think it's really, cleanse can take a lot out of you. It can deplete you. 
And we don't want to be in a state right now where we are depleted. We want to be strong and energetic to deal with what we have to deal with. And also, I think there's so much, so much stress going on that undertaking a cleanse, a full cleanse, it is just going to add to your um, struggles. And there's, you know, our, our trips to the grocery stores are limited. The food is limited. So unless you really want to do it and have, you have done it before, you can do a full-blown um, <clears throat> cleanse. But I think just hold off. Build your, look at what's showing up for you mentally, physically, what's in front of you. You know, you've got family that's in front of you that needs taken care of. There's a whole financial crisis that's looming everybody. <clears throat> so I think we have enough to deal with. Uh, let's just deal with creating our health as much as we can and not worry about. And having said that, the foods that I'm recommending that you eat, they are detoxifying foods. But they are not in the sense, I'm not giving you a whole protocol of do a full-blown cleanse. But the foods that you naturally are eating, you're building digestion. <clears throat> you're going to eat foods that are not going to be clogging the arteries. So that's already a good thing. Okay. Um, so self-care. Again, I mentioned meditation. It is part of self-care. And another thing, just to, you know, in the morning, try to build some sense of routine, even though it may be difficult, uh, just whether you do a little physical exercise or you just sit down and meditate, just take a few minutes, half an hour in the morning to anchor your day, set an intention. You know, what is that one thing that you want to put your focus on? It just helps you, um, you know, so we, it kind of helps to separate one day from the other. If we don't do that, you know, one day kind of mingles with the other and psychologically it's very confusing as to which day it is. And uh, oil massage, if you are familiar with Avianga, doing a warm oil massage with sesame oil is very useful. I may put, I'm going to see how much supply I have, uh, put some of the uh, massage to loosen all the toxins, massage oil in the pack. I just have to see how much I have. And again, take time to meditate, journal, reflect. I think that if you hadn't learned meditation, if you weren't meditating before, um, <clears throat> I think it will be very difficult to navigate these times staying in the head. So meditation is a way for us to connect with a, something that is not the mind, uh, something that's larger than the mind so we can get out of our head, get some clarity and think straight. There are a lot of meditation apps available. I would take advantage of them. And if you want to learn the meditation, heart-based meditation, I have an audio program. It's just two classes. You learn, you have a technique for life. And please do get outdoors. We need to interact with the environment, touch the ground, do some planting, touch the, you know, go out in your yard. Uh, we do, do need that interaction. We do need to interact with viruses and whatever else the environment provides to keep our immunity up. Being quarantined, being hidden away in a place actually will weaken the immunity. So please get outside and, uh, <clears throat> you know, just be mindful of where you are. And another thing that I will add in the pack is the Nasta oil. It's an oil that you use to lubricate the nasal passages. You can also take a little 
uh, swig with the oil massage to do the gum pulling. But the Nasoy oil, I thought it would be very useful because it just provides you another layer of protection. And also with the spring allergies and sinuses uh, going on, that would be very, <clears throat> very helpful. And the next slide. I don't know why my mom must have talked a lot today. So, you know, there's a lot of, um, I've had calls from clients. I'm feeling little chills or I'm feeling fatigued. And not every symptom is COVID-19 symptom. Okay, um, many symptoms are just, you know, it's really, I call it COVID fatigue. We are taking in so much. So much has changed for us, it's unreal, that in order to process and digest that information, your nervous system is overworking. So that is trying to reorganizing to the new reality and trying to make sense of it. A lot of our experiences we don't even have a name for. Um, we don't know what this is or what's happening or where our lives have gone, if we're ever going to get back to our life ever again. So that's taking a lot out of you. That can produce just, you know, general fatigue, like lethargy. I don't feel like getting up. I'm going to get up at 9 o'clock. I want to sleep again. Please understand that that's normal. So don't be hard on yourself and then just rest. And also understand that many times when we are pausing like this, all the fatigue that has been building in the system, we are all overworked, underslept. All of those symptoms will rise now because we are sitting down, we are, we are taking a pause. So the, these symptoms can now surface. So this is fatigue that you've been carrying with you in your nervous system for decades. And in one way, be gratitude, you know, I, I'm grateful that I get this time to recuperate from all of that, okay? So some of the experiences that I've heard is like chills or tickle in the throat and body ache or worsening of arthritis. There's someone else just joining now. And hives, post-nasal drip, cold-like symptoms, light fever. Again, you know when to call to go to the emergency. That's, you know, if you cannot breathe. Um, I'm not going to go into that because I think there's enough information on that. But I have suggested, and it has worked really tremendously, is take turmeric powder, licorice powder, ginger powder, half a teaspoon of each in a warm cup of water twice a day and go to sleep. And I'm going to be adding that, making a mixture of that in the immunity pack so everyone has it. You can also gargle with salt and turmeric and, uh, you know, implement these herbal teas in your routine, like Tulsi tea or Kinesia, licorice tea, elderberry, neem, mint tea because it's cooling, and ginger root, okay? And you can also make spice tea by coarsely grinding these um, warming spices like clove, cinnamon, and cardamom. They actually really help the... Uh, respiratory system. And the recipe is in my book. You can just bring it to boil with uh, ginger, add a little honey to it, drink it. If you like to add a little milk and some black tea, sometimes I add to make chai. You can um, do that as well. You'll enjoy that. So, and the next, uh, so, you know, I'm talking with the immunity packs. 
some of the things that I have mentioned, so Chevan Prash, Tifla, Ghee, Nase Oil, there are some Ayurvedic formulas that I did not mention. And these immunity packs, they're not going to be standard. I'm not going to make a pack and that's good for everybody. So the only way to do it is I'm going to have you guys, after we end this, is to call me. Call me. So many of you, I already know. So call me and just tell me a little bit what's going on with you without you having to pay, a, pay me a whole lot of money just so I can know what to suggest for you and so what I can prepare for you. Some things are general that I can add to everybody. Some things I cannot. So here's my number, my cell number, 2020983. Actually, I put four to six today. Scratch that because I didn't realize I'm booked that time. Call me right after this thing has ended till two o'clock. My next appointment is at two o'clock, okay? And I only have limited quantities uh, because, believe it or not, things were out of stock. And so the cost would be, um, you know, my point in doing this is to really provide you so you know what to take and you have it with you. You have confidence. It's not for me to make money. So I'm going to keep the cost as low as possible because I know money is a problem right now, but I want you to have it. Okay. And what else? And what I um, am, have also just created is a three-week quick little course. This is the quick course for you to look at your diet, look at your imbalances, and bring it back to come move towards balance and move towards healthy diet. And I'm going to, I put together three online group live classes. I didn't pick the schedule. I can either do it um, Monday morning or Thursday morning because our schedules are all over the place. Uh, you'll need to tell me the link is already on my website that you can go to and look at. Um, but I, so if you want to take that when you call me with your immunity pack, please let me know. And then I'll send you to where you need to go to register. And again, it's, I think I put the cost, it is like $97. I'm, everything 100 below $100 just because I know the situation that we are in, but I know that many people need this information and I want to provide it for them. So I think at this point, and my throat is already dry, I'm going to um, stop the recording.